My name is Kirsty Woodhouse. I was diagnosed with melanoma, which is a form of skin cancer. But just before I was diagnosed, I had just started my master's in occupational therapy at Teesside University. Um, I worked as a support worker. I've been doing that for five years. I didn't show any symptoms. It's quite common for people with melanoma, I guess, not to show any symptoms. Um, I have migraines. I was at the doctor's having a regular migraine checkup. Um, my melanoma was on the back of my arm. I was having a blood pressure check, and that's how they found my melanoma. I hadn't noticed it. It had never been noticed before. I have blood pressure checks for my migraines every six months. It had never, never been seen before. And even when they um, first mentioned referral to the melanoma clinic, I've seen posters of when they say skin cancer and melanoma and things like that, and it didn't look like all the things that they put on these um, sun cream posters. It just looked like a normal, normal freckle, normal mole. It didn't look anything suspicious at the time. It was about a week later that I was at the RVI. I went to the um, their dermatology clinic to have um, it looked at. Initially, they weren't even quite concerned at it. It wasn't anything that they thought really massively needed looked at. There was something else on my arm that they thought um, it looked like maybe like a secondary kind of thing that's linked to melanoma. So then they got someone else to look at it. Um, and then they thought they'd take a biopsy just just to rule it out, but not they weren't actually testing it for anything to do with that. They, they thought the likelihood of it coming back as melanoma was quite slim. The nurse called me in to the clinic, so I thought, oh, no, it's fine. Um, the nurse has called me in, so it, I mustn't have um, cancer because the nurse, the nurse has called me in. It, it would be a doctor. So I said to my mum and boyfriend, it's fine, you can wait outside, it's the nurse. Um, and she sat me in this room with just one chair and shut the door and said, the, doc the doctor will be with you in a moment. And I was like, hmm, that, that's not normal. Um, this isn't how appointments usually go. And it was the longest moment of an entire lifetime. And then they came in and told me, that, obviously, that I had, um, I had melanoma. Um, I don't know, I, don't, I think it just kind of brushed over me. Um, it was, I think it was all so surreal. I, I wasn't expecting it. I, just, I didn't absorb it. It took me a very long time um, to, um, to grasp it, really. And then I met with um, my surgeon the week after. Because of the type um, of cancer I have, you have a plastic surgeon, that's the type of um, consultant you have. And then um, I was scheduled for surgery the week after, which was my birthday. <laughs> I had my surgery um, in an adult like unit in an adult ward. I didn't know of the services that they provide, the, like the teenage units. And I think if I had, I would have really wanted them here and that kind of, because when I had my initial surgery, 
it was just so like alone. People there were at least 30 years older than me. I don't know, it felt very isolated, very lonely. Again, because it was so quick after being diagnosed to surgery. Very emotional, very, very, uh, um, very hard. And I think, like I say, if I'd been allowed to have the opportunity to have had it here, I would have much preferred it. You're not just an NHS number, and not just your name, your patient in Ward B, they, whatever, you are. You're Kirsty, who goes to university, who has horses, who does this, this and this. You're a person with a personality, and they take the time to know all that about you. And all these little personal things make you feel more than just a patient, which when you're already feeling vulnerable and low, it's really important to know that they actually care. Before I'd come to anything like this, I'd never met a, like, a young person with any cancer diagnosis. Gradually, I've met, obviously met more and more each time. And to be able to share other people's experiences whilst taking mine, like, I always felt that I couldn't say that I had cancer because I just had surgery and because I just had um, like a, a quick process where obviously some people's are massively prolonged and with massive hospital stays and then the more I come to things and meet other people I know that yeah I can um, say I had cancer and it's fine and I struggled for a long time where I fit into this kind of niche of like a criteria of a young person with cancer the more like the young other young people can kind of help you through that process more I think I've never met any young person with my cancer even though it's like one of the top five diagnosed cancers with young people it's so important that um, we fund places like this because without services like this everyone would have to go on to adult wards and with the experience I experienced on adult wards it's just not an experience that you should be experiencing as a young person with cancer it's something completely different that you get here as a service the experience to still be a young person at its first without having to concentrate on being a cancer patient. You can still be who you are, you can still socialise with your friends. The fact that it has open visiting hours throughout all hours of the day and the fact that they have amazing like social events and the, the day room, the fact that the staff are so accommodating to everyone's needs and that they shouldn't be on wards with 60-year-olds doing the same thing. It's just not, not the same thing. It's not.